Welcome to Game Grumps. May I take your order, please? <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like a large fry. Large fry? Uh, I'd like a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola? Yeah, and, uh, a number one with no cheese. Number one, no cheese. Uh, could you repeat that back to me? Uh, p pickles. What? Uh, uh pickles, uh, uh car caramel sauce, uh, two second washers, and a washer. <laughs> a washer? That's not at all what I ordered. Thank you, director. I ordered- no! That'll be $13.99, director. No, I didn't- no! <laughs> I didn't agree to that at all! Hello there! This is the Beluga Toons Podcast. Andy here. Thanks so much, guys, for deciding to, to tune in, to, to turn that dial to, to listen to this this show. I, know I always call it a show, even though it's, it's it's just a bunch of random stuff that I've put together. Bit of fun. The kind, the kind of thing that I would enjoy. So that it really says more about me than it does about anybody else. Uh, but yeah, um, what am I going to be talking about? I don't know. I haven't got a, the faintest idea. The film in Podflix was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to hear my, my thoughts on that particular film. 2002, I think. It's a George Clooney. He, he directed it. Um, there is going to be a six-minute shout-out, and it's a mystery at this point, obviously. Every, every week, I, I try to make sure that I don't give it away before we actually get around to it. And I, I completely ruin the... Um, Lucky wheel sound effect illusion, by the way. So, <laughs> if if you were looking forward to that, then I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to tell you now. It, it didn't. It didn't quite work. <laughs> I had my iPad on mute. Yeah. Also, I pretend to know what Overwatch is. I mean, I do kind of know. <laughs> I know that it's a game. It looks amazing. Like what I have seen of it looks great. I just have. I haven't got any of the consoles or any of the operating systems. Because I'm a Mac user, I, I, I don't have a Windows computer at all. So yeah, I can't really play it. It's another one of those games, it's like Portal, I'm going through this all over again now. It's just, it looks really cool, it looks like the type of thing that I would play, but no, I don't think I'm going to be checking that out, because I can't really. Ah uh, well, first world problems. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and lots more. I think I talk about the cow's play <laughs> because you you haven't got tired of hearing me talk about my work yet, have you? I, I seem to talk very little about my work actually. This is supposed to be the Beluga Toons podcast, but yeah. Uh, so I think we should get on with it. I think we should talk about confessions of a dangerous mind. You can talk about it if you want, but I probably won't be able to to interact. It's it's not not really an interactive thing. But this is uh, Podflix, this is the first segment of, of this podcast where I talk about films. You will hear my thoughts this week on Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and after that I shall reveal what the next film is going to be. Danger, I'd hammer out a war. 
An adaptation of the cult memoir of game show impresario Chuck Barris, in which he purports to have been a CIA hitman. Yeah, uh, I was not aware of this because the uh, it, this um, I, I was aware of the Gong Show, which is the the game show that Chuck Barris hosted. Um, and I had no idea, I mean, uh, um, it says according to this memoir, uh, yeah, that, uh, he, he was working for the CIA and it is a, a pretty insane thing to just, you know, <laughs> it's, it's sort of an unlikely matching of, of uh, you know character traits <laughs> so yeah whether whether or not i don't know how true this story is um i i felt like it was almost like watching fear and loathing in las vegas you have that feeling that uh, the writer is um really going to town with like these wild stories so yeah, no idea how, how much of it is actually true. But this was a really fun, enjoyable film. I, I, I don't know if I've seen that many films directed by George Clooney, but this, yeah, I, I think he did an amazing job on this. Like it, it's clear what he, you know, brought to you know, to, to this production. It, it's. It's kind of hard to describe, and I think again I'll say this is another one of those films where, um, even though I found myself getting a little bit restless and doing other things, it kept me entertained. I I, I listened to what the characters were saying. I managed to pay attention to the <laughs> all the verbal stuff. But yeah, um, I think one thing I will say about the visuals. I feel like I need to to, to address this. There's a lot of quirkiness, but I would say it's good quirkiness. And, and you know, again, that's kind of hard to describe because so many films. Like, I suppose. Uh, what have I seen that I just yeah um, maybe Garden State again? I just feel like that that, that you know, it made the effort to try and make the quirkiness work, but you know, it, to me it, it didn't. But here it it's. You know, the, the the visuals are done. You know, you you kind of see sort of illustrations of what each character is, is thinking and feeling. Uh, like when 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 it gets to the point where Chuck is getting the idea for the Gong Show, without giving too much away, there's like a, a visual metaphor for. What what's inspiring him? You know, where his inspiration is coming from, and yeah, um, it, or even though I've 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 never actually seen an episode of that show, I I understand how you know it's a talent contest, and they would use the gong to determine um, whether each act had overstayed its welcome. Yeah, so uh, I I think th this film made me kind of. So, you know, respect that idea because um, this, despite it being what, what many would consider cheap television 
um, and, and and kind of <laughs> a, a, an almost kind of trashy sort of concept. Uh, I liked the the way it it, it kind of uh, acknowledged that the way the film acknowledged that and yeah it's uh yeah um they 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 did they, i think i feel like the the portrayal of chuck barris was you know they they actually kind of made him look good even though you know he, he comes across as just an insane God, I don't know. Uh, it, it is really hard to describe this film. I, th I feel like I'm just basically. Uh, would I watch it again? Absolutely. <laughs> I think once again, I'm, I'm going to try and make sure that I don't get restless. I think I just picked the wrong time of day to watch these. You know. I have to make sure that I'm not too tired from work, and I'm also, um, you know, I'm not restless. <laughs> it's either one or the other, it seems. I either can't stay awake or I, I, I want to do other things. <laughs> I, I might start watching the films on Sundays because I, I, I don't work Sundays. So that would make a lot more sense. Anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and I think, I feel like, once again... You know, I, I know you have free will. I know that you don't have to listen to me and my opinions, but I'm going to recommend it. I'm going to say, if you haven't already seen it, check this film out. It's funny how so few of the, the films that I've done for Podflix, like from the start of this year, have actually been films that I've seen before. I think there was Corpse Bride, um, Fear and Loathing, Mary Poppins... Strangers on a Train, and maybe one or two others. So just a handful of films that I'd actually seen before. And yeah, I I love how this segment has introduced me to some proper gems. <laughs> so yeah, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, loved it. Okay, tell me, internet, what film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Belugatoons podcast. Underworld, 1927. Adam, that's not funny. Hey, it's now time for the six minute shout out. So let's spin the internet wheel, people. Um, why is my wheel not? There, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can tell I prepared for this. I was sure that I took it off mute. I, sh I should uh, pay closer attention. I, I lose track, you see, of whether it's on mute or not. All right. Uh, <laughs> is is the uh, illusion just perfect? Marin. That's what I'm going to be talking about because I've been watching a lot of Marin on Netflix. I was actually a fan of Marin um, before it came to Netflix UK. I actually love this show. It's one of my all-time favourite sitcoms. Um, and now that it's on Netflix, I can now watch it legally, so that's a good thing. Um, and I would encourage you to do the same. The first three seasons 
of the IFC show are um, available to watch uh, to UK viewers now. Uh, so yeah, and and I feel like like maybe this is one another one of those shows that most people in the UK uh, are probably not that familiar with. Uh, even if you are aware of Mark Maron and the WTF podcast, he does. Anyway, if you, if you haven't heard of that, then you have now. <laughs> it's a great podcast. You should you should uh, check that out too. It'll be, be a double. We'll, we'll double up this this uh, six minute shout out. Uh, I'm also recommending WTF with Mark Maron. Yeah, but um, and and it's great because in in this in this TV series, you get to see Mark kind of living out his life. Uh, but it is a sitcom, you know. Stuff happens in it. It's a situation comedy affair, and uh, um, it's really cool because you get moments where you see him doing the podcast, and uh, he's interviewing celebrities, and so. Most of the episodes will have a guest appearance uh, from the, the guest that he's having on the show, and it is, <laughs> it is um, you know, that that's a nice touch. I, I think what, what, I, what I'm realizing now, I especially like how um, they use the, you know, if, if you listen to the podcast, he, he does a lot of just talking by himself. Um, if, like, if there's an interview before he gets to the interview s- segment, he'll do what, what I kind of do in every episode of this podcast, which is just you know express himself and talk about things um, that are going on in his life. Um, and they work that into the show very well. It actually works as like a, a device, uh, uh, so that we we can um, hear more about how this guy's feeling and the kind of this version of Mark Maron in this fictional realm. Um, and it, you know, I suppose it follows the kind of Seinfeld format where it's kind of the same guy as in real life, but it's all loosely based on reality. I think there are certain episodes that, uh, that I've seen that maybe think, Oh yeah, he did talk about that in, his, his podcast or in an interview that he did on, on another show. Um, and, and also if you've seen him do stand up, there's thinky pain. That's another thing on Netflix. <laughs> there's three there, three recommendations. Cool. I'm, I'm spoiling you. <laughs> well, I'm just, uh, just trying to make it easier to get to that, uh, six minute mark. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I like thinky pain a lot. Uh, cause in that show, he talks about getting a tube amp. I'm still not entirely sure what a tube amp is. He does go into detail what what it is. It's it's for music lovers. I am a music lover, uh, but but I, I I'm not entirely sure. But but yeah, uh, and um, they actually make that part of the narrative of of, of one of the uh, part of the plot of one of the, the episodes of Marin. Um, I think that was that's a season three episode. I think no season two. Yeah, season two. And I knew it was either two or three. I'm pretty sure it's two, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, as I, I love it, and um, it's uh, it is kind of hard to describe. I, I did liken it to Seinfeld just now. I think curb your enthusiasm. I, I, mean, I did say in a previous episode that I, um, I've seen a few episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I think it's very good. I just didn't really 
become a proper fan of it. I didn't quite allow myself to uh, venture any further into, <laughs> into that show because um, yeah, I I watch a lot of TV. This is this is what I'm, I I have to be kind of selective and let's see. I still haven't finished watching Agent Carter. I watched the first season. I've still got the second season of that to to get through. Um, I loved the first season, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Marin, aren't I? <laughs> Why isn't Agent Carter on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, Marin is a, a really funny show. Um, each episode, it, it takes, uh, it take we we get to follow Mark on just these crazy sort of mini adventures. So it gets to the point where it's like, how much of this is a, a, an actual account of what he has been through, or and you know, how much of it is um, is fiction? Um, it, it's kind of hard to to work it out, and that's part of the brilliance of it, in my opinion. So yeah, uh, Marin, now available to watch on Netflix. Damn you, Shaktopus! Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the Nutty Professor invented? No, that's Flubber! The Fump! What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on! As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. No. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from The Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. 
Find us at www.thefunk.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Funk, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. I think I worked out that I'm 60 cows plays away from the big 100. Is it ever since I, I started it last year, it's um, it's become a thing that I really like doing because, it, you know, I... I I get I get to have a go at um, I because yeah it it gives me a reason to to use more reference material when I do my cartoons because I have this habit of just assuming that I can draw anything. <laughs> it's very arrogant, and it's not a good way to work because yeah you end up drawing things badly because you thought you could nail it the, without without any aid of yeah, I think I went through a phase of just thinking, well, it's cheating if if you're copying off another image. But the fact is, like, if you don't know what, let's say, an electric drill looks like, you know, in, enough to be able to draw one that's accurate, it's one of those things that can be it it, it can be harder than it seems because there, there are all these details that if you if you're like me, you probably think you can do it, and then when you actually try and do it, and you don't use any reference material, it doesn't quite end up looking like an electric drill. It just, um, yeah, it's um, uh, it's funny because what, what what's in your head isn't necessarily going to end up on the page. And I, I definitely found out with the uh, Inktober that I I do kind of enjoy using references. In fact, I I had a go at drawing some like Disney characters and uh, other cartoon characters, and I don't do that an awful lot. And uh, yeah, I, I I suppose since I started Beluga Tunes, I've been focusing mainly on original characters and creating you know, concepts of my own. So I I kind of stayed away from fan art. And yeah, so Cow's Play gave me the opportunity to delve deeper into that and to sort of look at the things, not just things that I'm a fan of, but, but things that have a big fan base. Uh, I think a good example would be, okay, not so long ago, I had a request to do um, Tracy and Macy dressed as Beavis and Butthead. Tracy and Macy, by the way, are the, the two main characters in Cow's Play. They are cows, and they they cosplay as very diff various different characters. So yeah, um, so I had to draw them dressed as Beavers and Butthead, and I wasn't really a Beavers and Butthead fan. I've seen Beavers and Butthead do America, and that's it. I I, uh, <laughs> I watched it at a friend's house, like shortly after it came out on video. Yeah, I um, so I I, I it wasn't something that I grew up with, or you know I. <laughs> Um, it, I, it's one of the things that I can kind of remember because, you know, as I say, seeing the film at a friend's house, and I, I, I can't officially call myself a fan, but, you know, simply because it's, it was another thing that I just didn't get around to. But yeah, so it, it's kind of fun to get these little challenges and be like, okay, this person wants you to 
to have a go at drawing this. You know, this is based on something that they grew up with. And yeah, that I I like how it's it's uh, it, it means that I'm having a go at doing things that I wouldn't think of doing otherwise. So um, I'm making plans for the 100th Cows play, and, and the interesting thing about this is I've chosen two games of which I have never played, and um, I suppose it's mostly because I'm a big fan of like the character design in these games. Um, yeah, I, I've I've seen a lot of Overwatch fan art, and uh, the character Tracer uh, seems to come up a lot. And I know very little about this game, but because I'm seeing all this fan art, and and I've actually seen pictures of cosplayers as as Tracer, then I'm just sort of thinking, yeah, I'm, I'll probably do that at some point. <laughs> And somehow, for the 100th Cowboys play, I, I, I was, I'm thinking I might make it video game uh, related. Um, I'm thinking Tracy should be Tracer simply because her name is similar. <laughs> that, that seems like a no-brainer. Um, and uh, Macy, I think, is going to be Miss Fortune from League of Legends. And again, I've never played League of Legends. I've never played either of these games. <laughs> this is an example of how I get interested in like design, and and um, I have a certain curiosity about things that become popular and fandoms. Yeah, you know, there are all these different fandoms out there, and you know, I, I have a certain curiosity, and even if it's not something that I've really discovered that I've got gone into myself, I like to observe and be like oh yeah you know <laughs> and i think cow's play has, has opened um a, a lot of doors for that so yeah and once again i'm just assuming that everybody knows what cow's play is every friday i draw these two characters tracy and macy um and and each week it's a, a different it, it's based around a different Film, TV show, video game book, or whatever, comic book, and yeah, uh, the the most recent one I did, I think, was uh, Undertale. Uh, this weekend, by the way, I'm I'm going to a convention, so I'm I'm going to get some photos of that, and I'm going to do another one of those photo manipulative uh, cows play. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I just like to make it look like uh, Tracy and Macy are hanging out at a convention. That that's always always fun to do. Um, I don't think I'll, I'll spoil this one. <laughs> I suppose I've, I've just spoiled um, the one hundredth. <laughs> yeah, the one hundredth special. But yeah, um, more news on that as it unfolds. So yeah, uh, um, I uh, I'm trying to keep on top of the Christmas stuff. I think I, I I'm pretty sure I I did bring this up before. Yeah, because um, I you know I 
I kind of slowed things down. Um, like when, when my internet went down, I somehow took that as an excuse to just not do so much. <laughs> Even if it wasn't internet specific, I was like, I'm just not going to bother really. <laughs> yeah, I, I seem to do less drawing because I, I didn't have any <laughs> any means of showing it to the world. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I um. Now here's another thing about cow's play. I, I tend to do it on Fridays because uh, I, I make it a fan art Friday project. Because when I when I first decided I was going to do some fan art every Friday, uh, I found it hard to, to sort of keep it going and actually have that incentive to always, you know, well not always, but just to manage to do a, a number of consecutive weeks where I'd done some fan art. And Cal's Play seemed to help me do that. Um, if you want to have a look at the uh, the previous Cal's Plays, go to belugatoons.com. There is a, a link at the side that allows you to just display all of the posts that I, I've put on the site of, uh, of the uh, Cal's Play project. Yeah, and... Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I actually have a long list of future cows plays that I'm going to be doing. Um, some some of them I I I've kind of been meaning to do for a while, um, and there are even some that I was just like, why did I not think of this before? That that is like that that should have been that should have been one of the first. It should have been like within the first season, <laughs> if you like. Yeah. Um, so I suppose season three is coming to a close now. I, I feel like the convention edition um, would be a nice closer. Because I'm coming up with some additional pictures that I might put up on the site as like a little uh, farewell to season three. And season four should be starting in the new year. I'm I'm still work, trying to work out um, how I'm going to do... Because yeah, I, I suppose... I like to be able to have a bit of a rest. One thing I found last year is that because um, every year I like to do a special cow's play for Star Wars Day, so I do a Star Wars themed one and one for World Book Day as well, and for Free Comic Book Day. That one's always comic book specific, which means the rest of the year I try to avoid <laughs> comic book themed cow's plays. Because you know, you've got to, got to save it up. You've got to save it for that special special day of the year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how many I'm going to do next year or how long it's going to go on for. Uh, maybe it'll start around May. May the 4th. <laughs> we'll see. Arrest that jazz pancake! Yes, sir! Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. So, yeah. Uh, comic Book Club. I I don't know where the next one's going to be. <laughs> It, it was at the um, at the Alex uh, in October. Uh, the November one will be coming up um, in just under a week, I suppose. It's uh, hang on. Um, oh dear, <laughs> can't seem to. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Basically, it's the third Thursday of every month. That's that's the important thing you need to know. And yeah, more information can be found on their Facebook. Just go to Facebook and look up Comic Book Club Southampton. 
Yeah, and uh, they'll, they'll keep you updated there. You'll find out where it's going to be, how it's going to be held. Like, if you're living in the Southampton area, then please consider this. It's, it's, it's a great thing for comic book fans. Or, or if, basically, if you're into anything kind of geeky, you know, I, I'm not a massive comic book reader, but I like going to this club because we can talk about stuff that you know, the, you know, the geeks are good at talking about. <laughs> kind of things that we uh, we enjoy. Yeah, so that's that's a lot of fun, and I'm definitely hoping to get to the next one. I've, I've missed a few of them. Um, I think I'm going to do my best to to get to this. The thing is, as it's in the evening, I, I'm not usually able to do much in the evening because I get really tired and I have to get up early in the morning. But yeah, uh, we'll see. I'd, I'd like to get to the the one this month. The next next one's going to be good because uh, it'll be December and we'll be doing we'll be having a, a Christmas special. Club, uh, and because we had a Secret Santa last year, I'm hoping we hoping we're going to be doing the same thing. So I actually got a graphic novel. I was I was really lucky there. <laughs> yeah, um, and I suppose what I've been trying to do with the uh, with with these closing segments of the podcast uh, is uh, is trying to make them give them a bit of an identity because otherwise I'm just kind of repeating the same old stuff. I always, I always bring up the comic book club, and that you know it's like a bit of housekeeping um yeah i uh what what, what, uh, what could i actually add to this did, did i have something in mind well it, it's certainly good to have the internet back up and running because uh yeah the um the previous episode of this podcast yeah th that was actually recorded several weeks ago now so yeah it, it is a bit strange i um i i think i did do like a little halloween edition to just go you know that I was able to insert before I put that one up because yeah I, I wasn't able to to get on the internet while I was at home and that just threw a lot of things yeah I suppose I I, I found myself thinking well you know I'm just <laughs> I, I've, I've gone over this enough I think yeah I just uh, couldn't be bothered with anything <laughs> But yeah, I'm really glad that it's all working now, because you know we take it for granted. It's, it's one of those things. It's like um, it's like heating. It's like running water. It's, you know, we, we don't think much of it when we have it, but once it's gone, then you know it's uh, it's kind of hard. So yeah, very happy. I I I feel privileged to be able to go online. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing. My uh, my laptop has. Uh, it's been doing a very good job uh, at saving space because since I I got the the new what, what was it the um, serial is that the, the the new operating system I I can't remember the the new um, OS operating for the MacBook the MacBook for for Macintosh computers yeah <laughs> it's the latest one and it has a feature now where it, it has like uh, was it optimized storage or something and it it automatically erases anything you don't need or anything you like if, if you've watched a film it'll automatically clear it and it'll do things like this and yeah i've i've now got over 40 gigabytes on this laptop i cannot remember the last time i had that much free space on my laptop it's amazing and it hasn't got rid of anything important i'm not i'm not missing out on anything i haven't found myself going where where is that thing that I had on here a minute ago? 
because you know they're, they're not they're not going to clear away anything that I actually need that I actually use. It's just like the temporary stuff. So yeah, I, I'm quite happy with that. I'm very happy. I'm happy with everything. I've no, no reason to be unhappy <laughs> these days. Yeah, um, my website is www.belugatoons.com. B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. And also have a Redbubble store, belugatoons.redbubble.com. My Twitter is at Belugatoons, and the Twitter for this podcast is at Pod. And I do, I, I add a, a few things to that each week, like I post the new episode there, like a link to, to iTunes, and and uh, I also like to retweet things and um, post links regarding the stuff that I talked about in Six Minute Shoutout and whatever. You know, just this and that. So yeah, that's, that's it's uh, it's kind of active. Um, join me next week when I will be talking about Underworld. I will be giving my thoughts on that old film. It looks interesting. I haven't seen it before. It's another one I haven't seen. So many of these. Like, this is why I love Podflix because it, it's uh, it's introduced me to some real gems. Yeah, um, this podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. And that's it. That's all I need to tell you now. So I shall go away. I shall leave you alone. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. Do take care. And bye-bye.